Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Craig Palmer with Career Essentials. Tonight, we're going to talk a little bit about barriers. We're going to talk about what are barriers, how to remove barriers, what are the type of barriers that we'll face. Um, we're going to have Guy Jazzy Rainey, a life coach, join us and talk a little bit about the barriers that some of his customers face and how he works with them through those barriers. Um, we're also going to talk about how well do you know yourself, right? We're going to talk about the second component to my book, which is the 10-step employment pocket guide, which you can get at www.craigapalma.com. So the barriers that we oftentimes face are barriers that a lot of times we're not aware of those barriers. And if you're not aware of the barriers, then you don't know how to remove them. So we want to know how to remove those barriers, um, be aware of those barriers. And once we've done that, then we can be successful in employment. Because ultimately, that's what we want to all do. We want to get employed and we want to get paid, right? And we want to be happy. Because there's nothing more important than happiness. Um, I think you would agree with that. So let's get started, right? Now, the first component to employment is barriers. Well, the second component to employment is barriers, right? And understanding what some of those barriers are, right? So the first barrier that oftentimes people face um, with employment is a willingness, a willingness to learn, right? You have to be willing to continue to grow your mind and commit yourself to lifelong learning. Um, and this will take a commitment on a lot of folks. Um, when I work with um, students, when I work with people just coming home from jail, a lot of times folks are not interested in furthering their knowledge. In some cases, people don't want to go back to school and get a high school diploma or a GED. In some cases, people don't want to go back to college. And when I always try to explain to folks that that's a barrier that you can control, right? Anyone can go to college. The way society is nowadays, you have community colleges that allow you to go to college for free, right? You can take student loans. There are no excuses in my book. There's always a way that you can further yourself and increase your knowledge. So you always have to have a willingness to learn. You have to be able to eliminate that barrier, right? So for those folks that are listening in, if you want to call in, if you have any questions about barriers, right, or you have any questions about employment, um, I'm an employment strategist, and I'd be more than happy to help you and, and work with you. But um, if you're interested in calling in, call 347-850-1386. Once again, that's 347-850-1386. Now, the second barrier that a lot of people oftentimes face is lack of education, right? And like we talked about before, you have to have a willingness to learn. Now, if you have a willingness to learn, that's great, but you also have to know that you have to improve your education. If you only have a high school diploma, you want to get a college degree. If you have a college degree, then you want to look towards maybe getting a master's or a doctorate. You always want to look to further education. Now, let's just say you're not interested in going to school. Well, 
you, there are other ways to improve your education, your knowledge. You can pick up a software or increase a skill. For instance, you want to be able to, if you already type, let's say, 35, 40 words a minute, you want to increase that to about 55 or 60 words per minute, right? So you always want to be working towards completing or increasing your knowledge, right? And if you do that, then you're halfway home, right? But the important thing is to always remember, right, that it's imperative that you always continue right, to further education. Another barrier that oftentimes people face is um, work history. You may need to consider volunteering your time. If you're someone that has a very limited amount of work experience and you've only had like maybe one or two jobs in your lifetime, um, you want to consider um, volunteering your time. And the beauty, you should know that a lot of times, one of the things that people don't realize is that just give you an example, hospitals. There's not a hospital in America that doesn't survive with the charity of volunteers that volunteers provide. So you want to look into your local hospitals. And the beauty about volunteering is that you make your own hours, right? You can, only, you can volunteer two hours a day. You can do it on a Tuesday. You can do it on a Friday. You can do it on a Saturday. So you make those hours. So volunteering is a valuable resource to improve your work history, right? Another barrier that oftentimes we face is low or no income, right? If you have no job, you have no income, that's a barrier. So you might have to um, seek out public assistance. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with public assistance. Everyone needs help sometimes. But you want to have a plan in place, right? So you have to understand that may be a barrier of yours, but that's only temporary, right? So another barrier that sometimes we face is child care. Um, you know, a lot of single mothers oftentimes doesn't have appropriate child care. How do we remove that barrier? Well, there are vouchers nowadays that you can get for child care. Um, you might have to um, work with someone in your neighborhood, someone that you're friends with who has that same issue. Maybe you can get someone that you know who has a, a child with a similar age and, and, listen, partner up with them and say, listen, I want to get a job, you want to get a job. We both have the issue of a child, and we don't have child care. So you might say to your friend, why don't you take a job in the morning and I take a job in the evening? That way one person can watch the kids during the day, one person can watch the kids in the evening. Now, you both have child care. Now, this is not a, a long-term solution, but it would be a solution so that way you're able to get a job because you might not be able to get a job if you have no one to watch your kid, but if you have someone else that have, has that same situation, then if you partner up with them, you both can work, and you it's almost like a buddy system. One person would watch the child during the day. The other person would watch the child in the evening. Right, it's just, uh, something similar that couples do, but you might, if you're not, don't have a significant other, then you might have to get a friend that has that same situation and be able to work past that barrier. Another barrier that a lot of people face is transportation, and one of the beauties about being in New York here in the New York studios, New York is one of the few places in the world where 
you know, if you get on the New York City transit system, it'll get you anywhere within the city. So you want to be able to um, get your uh, get employed, get a job, and get to know the New York City train system. You can get anywhere in the city um, by paying for, you know, by getting yourself a Metro card. Um, and a lot of the back-to-work programs offer Metro cards, and they'll, usually they'll give you Metro cards for up to three months, which will allow you to be able to, um, you know, get to wherever you need to get to. So, you know, definitely consider doing that. All right? Another barrier that a lot of times people don't realize and don't want to come to grips with is substance abuse. Substance abuse is an enormous barrier. And, I mean, a lot of times you have people that they start with um, recreational drugs, I would call it, you know, your marijuana, things of that nature. And oftentimes those things lead to more hardcore drugs. So I would encourage you, if you're looking for a job, that is a barrier. You don't want to partake in um, recreational drugs or any drug for that matter. Um, you want to be able to um, be able to enjoy yourself um, and be happy. And it's hard to be happy if you're going to engage in something like that, right? So once again, we're going to have, um, joining us around 930, we're going to have Guy Jazzy Rainey, who is a, a life coach. He's going to talk a little bit about um, some of those barriers, right, and um, some of the barriers that people face and how to help them deal with those barriers, right? Um, so what we're going to do, um, we're going to take a little break um, and say a little word, get a little word from our sponsors, right? Um, I want to thank um, Shavonna Johnson, um, CEO of the Whitney, um, Whitney M. Johnson Foundation, um, I also want to let you guys know about the 2007 Black Expo America um, tomorrow, November 4th in Harlem. It's at the National Black Theater, 2031 Fifth Avenue between 125th and 126th Street. It's running from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. It's gonna. It's a full day of business empowerment. They're going to have celebrities there, uh, motivational speakers, arts, crafts, books. So there are going to be a lot of um, things there. Um, I look forward to being there next year. Um, I have a speaking engagement tomorrow, so I'm not going to be able to partake, but I will be there next year um, on stage, and I'll also have my book there, so that way um, anyone interested in purchasing the book, um, the 10-Step Employment Pocket Guide, um, and it's a very detailed book. It talks about every component of employment. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to the commercial. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about some more um, barriers and how to remove those barriers. All right? So we'll be back in one moment. everyone, I am Shavana Johnson, CEO and founder of All About Us Global Media Productions Group, TV, radio, and magazine, CEO of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation Incorporated. We are a 501c3 organization on a mission to educate, engage, and mentor our parents and teens in communities 
on current issues surrounding our youth. Today, we are asking for your support to continue providing our informative programming through our various media platforms. To make a donation, visit the Whitney E. Johnson site at www.wejfoundation.org or you can reach us at 631-521-7699 for more information. And as a reminder, all donations given are tax deductible. On behalf of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, we thank you for listening and your support. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Correct? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? All right, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can right. hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. All right. So I'm getting dead ill. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. Great. I got you. <laughs> All right. So we have Guy Jazzy Rainey on the phone with us now. He's a life coach. Um, he's the author of a very interesting book. It's called um, The Facts of Life. Um, Through Faith, All Things Are Possible. Um, some of the things that the book talks about is change is good, standing on on truth is essential, and I'll always be of service. Um, so tell us a little bit about the book, Jazzy. Okay. Um, actually, the book is called The Facts of Life, Faith, Action, Truth, and Service. And uh, the word facts is actually the acronym for faith, action, change. Actually, those are the five principles I was I was raised on. My, I was raised by my mother, my aunt, and my oldest sister, and those are the those are the principles I was I was raised on uh, of of faith. And anything that matter of fact, if you check out all successful people, they would tell you no matter how many principles they have, those five principles are going to be in their repertoire of principles of faith, action, change, truth, and service. Meaning that you're standing on your faith, no matter if it's a religious faith, spiritual faith, or just a, a, a believing in a higher power, or believing in yourself. You know, faith is your is your foundation. That's the root to anything that you do. You know, that's the that's the belief system that you have. And then there's action. Action is the is is the thing that you ha- you must do. You must be radical and take immediate action in anything that you do if you want to be successful. And then there's change. Uh, most of us, we have a, a, a mindset uh, of all the um, culture and, and, and aspiration and, and uh, things that we grow up on. And a lot of times it could be our environment. It could be um, just, you know, parenting or whatever the case, you know, the schooling. Uh, we have a certain mindset. 
and we tend not to uh we tend to believe other things you know that even the news can can sway us but if you have a a, a mindset of, of making any change to move forward it's it's essential and truth right. is important it's, it's one of truth is one of the most important things in your life the the factors about truth is there's two things two factors about truth one truth will make you free and two truth will hurt so actually the pain of truth is, is first that's why we avoid truth a lot is <laughs> because truth truth hurts that's the first thing and and the second thing is that truth will make us free and being of service is like it's it's actually like i say in my book where i quote muhammad ali is that being of service is the is the rent that we pay um being on earth here is it, is being of service most of us take uh most of us look at being a servant as being of service and it's not the same thing especially in the african-american community because we have a a, a lineage of, of slavery so we think being a servant is service but it's not being of service is is that duty that that's that mission that comes from god that you know that he right. he uh gave you your your your, uh, your gifts your talents and your abilities to do what you do you know and if you if you really do what you if if you do those passionately the things that you're gifted in you know it eventually become your profession you know but you you have to be very uh mindful of what you're great at doing what you're gifted at doing but that's what my book is basically right. about and it, it, it's stories of of how i grew up in harlem you know craig we, we grew up together in harlem and and, exactly. and overcoming the different adversities coming up in the Harlem, like you know harlem today is not the harlem that we grew up in the harlem we grew up in you know we grew up in the nikki bonds harlem very different harlem so you know we had parents that really had to stay on us and really had to have like that real strong arm to make sure we were safe you know so it's, right. it's, it's so i take those so i actually took those principles and and uh, use it as a formula i use it with my clients also because those five principles can be used across the board it can be used in your career it can be used um it, it can be used in your relationship uh it can be used in um in 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 learning and teaching it it, it goes across the board right so tonight we're talking a little bit about one of the reasons why I wanted to have you in the show is because tonight we're going to be talking a little bit about barriers, um, which is one of the components that a lot of people don't really think about when they talk about going um, for employment. And so a lot of folks face a lot of barriers. So how do you help, um, you know, folks deal with barriers when they're coming to you for coaching? Well, um, besides the five principles of the facts, of faith, action, change, truth, and service. Uh, one of the things that I also um, help them with is with self-motivation. Because what happens is when people get stuck or have those barriers, you you were speaking about earlier, like different barriers that that gets in their way. It could be anything from substance abuse to um, just trying to find their way, basically in life. And 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 in their minds, they tell themselves a story over and over again. This is why I can't do what I. I need to do. So those those are the barriers in a in a mind. So the first thing you have to do to make any change in life is that you 
you must change your state. And that's your state of mind and state of the state of feelings. Um, usually what happens is when we want to make changes in our lives, what we do is the three things that we do is that um, we change, we go with strategy, story, and state. And we actually go in that order. Most people do. But if you go in the opposite order, it, it'll work out better for you. So if you find it in your state of, of, of emotion, you can actually um, change your story. Because the story we tell ourselves over and over again is what keeps what holds us back. You know what I'm saying? It's like um, let's take someone that's overweight and they try to lose weight, and and uh, they they say, "Oh, um, I'm overweight because I'm big boned, you know, and I have a slow metabolism." Mm-hmm. Now that's the story they tell themselves. Now it's not true that they're big boned and have a slow metabolism. That all can be true, but that's not why they are fat, but that's the story they tell themselves. So they change their state of, of, of thinking, their state of mind, state of emotions, then they can actually change their story. Once they change their story, they can come up with a better strategy to actually start losing weight. And it'll it start with maybe they say they nutrition or, or joining the gym. Because if they keep telling themselves the same story over and over again, they'll never get to that gym. They'll never change their eating habits. But you have to you have to change your your whole state of thinking. So there's a five step component that I do have to help people with self motivation. And one is number one is you have to seek clarity. That's number one. You have to seek clarity, and, and seeking clarity is, a, is you have to be. It goes back to the truth component. You have to be truthful with yourself. You have to stand in your truth in order to do that. Right. And the the other thing is that you have to uh, you, you have to put yourself in what is called a peak state. So when you put yourself in a peak state, they, they, we have an energy level that goes from one from one to ten, basically. You know, one being at our lowest and ten being at our highest. So what you have to do is start generating energy. So number two would be generating energy to get yourself to a peak state. And actually, how we get to peak states is actually of of not just mindset, but actually by uh, taking action in itself, like facial expressions also generate energy you know it's like we know when someone is sad like with the look on their face we know when someone is happy but just a look on their face we know when they're angry so it's it's the same thing so you have to you can actually create your own peak state you know saying with with motion because emotion is attached to motion okay number three would be you have to raise necessity and, and what i mean by raising necessity is that you have to put things in its perspective you gotta you gotta know you know, you gotta know when things aren't working for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to, you have to put your, you have to put your priorities in order. We've been taught that since we were children that you have to prioritize. You know, and and the fourth thing you have to do is you have to cre- uh, increase your productivity. So increasing your productivity is that you you can't just sit. If you want to be self motivated, uh, sitting around and doubting yourself at, at every given moment is not gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Because right. uh, the the one thing that holds you back, the barriers that holds you back is 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 one thing, and fear has friends, and 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 fear friends are doubt, and you know, and 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 laziness and procrastination, and all those things that's all down with you, and and it's like it's like the the story that our parents told us back in the day. It's like if you hang out with 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 
with uh, nine um, losers, you're guaranteed to be number 10 on the loser scale, you know. But if you hang out with, with, with nine winners, <laughs> most likely you'll be a winner with those nine winners. You'll be number 10, you know. So that's that's definitely, you know, that goes hand in hand. And then um, number five would be develop influence. You have to de develop influence. And what I mean by that is that there's a power in rapport. You know what I'm saying? So, again, it's go back to surrounding yourself with the most positive people and, and positive surroundings. It's like self-development is very, very high on the scale. If you, want to, if, you want to, if you want things around you to change, you must change. And, and, and in order to change, you've got you to gotta invest in self-development. You know what I'm saying? The things that, that's going to help you in self-development. It's funny that you mentioned that because one of the things prior to you coming on, one of the um, points that I made was a willingness to learn. One of the things that people exactly. have to do when they want to go out there and be successful in employment is to continue to further their knowledge about different things, whether it's learning a software, learning a new skill, uh, improving your typing speed, you know, something you want to – if your resume looks the same way it did last year, we've got problems because each year exactly. it should continue to grow. <laughs> develop the you know to um, increase your knowledge of, of various things exactly right. exactly because uh because if you don't if you don't develop you know saying it, it's like there's no plateaus in life either you grow or you die you know so right. it's like and 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 number six would, would be to demonstrate courage and and what i mean by demonstrate courage is that um bravery and courage doesn't mean that you're fearless Bravery and courage just mean that you're afraid and you do it anyway. Most successful people, right. they 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 were scared to death, but they did it anyway, and that's why they're successful. It's it's not it's not the resources that made them successful. It's being resourceful. It was made made them successful. So if you even if you're just out looking for a job, and in that say a career sense, but you're just looking for a job on the day to day because you have to put food on the table, you know, you have to be courageous about go out there and, and look for a job. And it, it just has to be that you just, have, even if you're afraid, say if you were out of the workplace for a while, or even like you were speaking earlier about those who, who barriers of being incarcerated, you know, before, you know, there's going to be barriers, there's going to be obstacles you got to overcome because you may have a felony charge on you, but at the same time, you have to be courageous enough to go out there and, and go seek it out because you do have employers that do give second chances. And that's their whole thing is second chances. You know, so you wouldn't know that until you go out there and take that chance. So, you know, and, and what happens to us, one of the things in practical psychology is that we we do what we do. There's six reasons why we do what we do. And that's because we have six basic needs. And those six basic needs is the reason why we do what we do in life, you know. So, and, and once you you come to the conclusion of, of what those needs are that drive you, you can use it in a positive sense because with right. our needs that drive us, they they're set up in either positive, neutral, and negative. And that's why we get we get stuck or we get we start going the wrong way. You know, it, it's like people we grew up with that came from a good family. And and they just went the wrong route, and you'd be like, what, what happened to him or what happened to her? It's because they the, the the needs that were driving them 
they they went in the negative route of those needs, but they 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 just needed to fill fulfill those needs. Now, if I have time, I can I can tell you what those six needs are <laughs> if, if you if you want me to. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I know um, one of the needs obviously is um, for shelter. I know that, like, you know, one of the, uh, the classical needs are um, shelter, food. Um, what are some of those other needs that? Um, well, that they have those, those, well, those are, those are, those are ex- called essential needs. Yeah. What I'm talking about is the human, basic human needs. And right. one of our basic human need is certainty. We, we all need certainty. And, and what is certainty? Certainty is, is, is the, to, is that need to avoid pain. Reason why we need to avoid pain is because Pain causes damage, and damage causes death. So we want to avoid it. So we want certainty, and we can get certainty by various things. We, um, having a lot of money can bring certainty. Um, believing in God can bring certainty. Praying can bring certainty. Um, having the the mate, having a mate can bring certainty. We have different different reasons of of, of needing certainty, but that's one of our needs. Now, now our second need. Our basic need is uncertainty. Now, uncertainty is the need of variety. Okay, and it's that it's that spice of life. Matter of fact, I can say the variety is the spice of life. We need to spice things up. That's why sometimes people do things that you know. You ask a man why he's cheating on his wife. That that's very um, do all the things for him, and 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 you like oh. You got a good woman at home. What made you cheat? You know what I'm saying? It's because that need of, of variety. You know, not, I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying that that's what happens. Okay? And, right. you know what I'm saying? So, so number one would be certainty. And number two would be uncertainty. And, and number three need is significance. And it's a need that we all need is significance. And what significance is, is that, we want to be recognized. We want recognition. We want to. We want to be known. That's why some people get tattoos, or wear their hair a certain way, or dress a certain way, or drive a certain car, or you know, what I'm saying it's that. It's that certain. It's that. It's that um, significance. It's, it's, it's the need to, to to feel special, you know. And right. and so and so. No, our, our fourth need is. Um, is connection and it is connection love and connection that's number four mm-hmm. and and what that what that does for us is that it, it, it's it's where we we want to be connected to one another is where we fall in love it's where it's those things that connection and we can be connected to it that's why um uh, we kind of like people that are uh, we call certain people nerds or certain people jocks or certain people uh, artists or intellects, and they all hang out together. It's because of that connection, it's that need that we 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 have for one another. Right. Um, matter of fact, when it comes to love, we were actually we were actually sacrifice uh, love uh, over connection. I mean, connection over love. Like we would take the crumbs of connection over the whole pie of love. Because again, the fear of love is that love. Um, Love causes that uh, go back to to certainty with um, pain, damage, death type of thing with with love. So we would actually take the the crumbs of of connection over love. You know what I'm saying now right. number number five and number six of our human needs are our spiritual needs. 
these are our deepest spiritual needs. The other four that I talked about really comes on the on the surface level. That's why when you mentioned like shelter, when you mentioned you know, shelter and those things that come under certainty. You know what I'm saying? So the number five and number six is is our deepest need is 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 our um, spiritual needs. I don't mean our religious needs, but our spiritual needs. And and number and number five would be growth. And I, I mentioned growth before. And it's spiritual for us. Either you grow or you die. It's just like a plant. A plant either grows or it dies. A tree grows or it dies. Right. You, it's, there's no there's no plateaus in life. People that chase plateaus, they never they they never get what they want. And they're the most miserable people on earth because they're chasing plateaus. There is no plateaus in life. You grow. You constantly grow. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that earlier about constantly learning, constantly uh, about um, uh, self development. Because that's a need. That's a spiritual need with us, um, personal development and growing. Number six, which also is a spiritual need, and that's contribution. And it's the it's the need of sharing. It's like when, it's, that's why the the is this take for instance social media. Social media took off like 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 you know like a bird because we have that we all have that need of sharing that need a contribution. So the Facebooks right. and the Instagrams, right. So even for people that don't come in contact with each other, just personally, one-on-one, they feel they did. You know what I mean? Because they, they have mm-hmm. that connection and then they have the sharing. So whatever's driving them, they it, it takes that driving force. So it's just another reason why we go to our house of worship also, because our house of worship actually focus on our, our spiritual need of growth and contribution. That's why it's kind of easy to give tithes. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, tithes is up to, you know, you know, it's up to the religion. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't knock anyone's religion, but that's why it's easy to give tithes because it's part of it. It's growth and the contribution and in the share. It's a fellowship. It's a, it's a spiritual need for us, you know, but those are the things. Six basic needs, and that's why we do what we do. And in those six basic needs, there there is there is either positive, neutral, or negative. So it's always two. I mentioned those six. It's always two that drive you. It's always two that right. drive you. So if you've been driven by say um, certainty and significance. That's what you know. Saying it can either go positive, neutral, and negative. So if you if you foundate yourself in a positive way of certainty and significance, that means well, you want things to be sure and effective, and you want to be noticed <laughs> for being for that. Like say, if you people that come come to work on time, <laughs> that's that certainty, you know. And say they dress real nice when they come to work. That's the that's the that's the significance. See, that's the that's what drives them, and we tend not to look at our needs. We look at the surface of it, but we don't look at the deep part of the needs part. So we tend not to understand one another. We tend to judge each other on that level. But if you understand how what drives you and what drives maybe your mate or even your boss or even people that you deal or even your children. It helps you to get along with them much, much better, and it's just practical psychology. It's just it's something that we can just we practice every day. We just don't notice it, you know. And and it's the same as, as say in in the sense of going out and and 
seeking your career or seeking a job. And I myself, I recommend career over job any day. Because you know, Craig, you know, the, it's in your books about the statistics of how many people hate their jobs. Um, how, and I learned from you, there's more jobs than actually people. You know, I thought it was the other yeah. way around. <laughs> yeah, right now there are more jobs than people. What's so funny is that, you know, as a career coach, um, I have more jobs now and I can't fill half of the positions. Um, and what's so right. funny is that I have guys, you know, that I work with, you know, that, you know, came home from jail and they have no purpose. They have no drive. And I had a young, a young man that was in one of my workshops and I had to cut him loose. You know, because he had no drive. He was, you know, 24, yeah. um, lived at home with his mother. You know, he had about, you know, he's been arrested maybe four or five times. And, you know, I'm trying to, you know, understand, like, you know, what drives you, what motivates you. And he was so young that he still hadn't gotten something in life with that a purpose. And without purpose, I can't help him. You know, if I can't, you right. know, there's nothing that motivated him. There was, it wasn't like he wanted to buy something, you know what I mean? Like, at least if you have someone that maybe they don't have a purpose, but it, maybe they want to buy a car, or maybe they want to buy something for a significant other, or they want to help their parents or something like that, then you can motivate them at least to want to go out and do better. This gentleman wanted nothing, so I couldn't help him. And I have, you know, that's right. one of the things, let me ask you, when you as a, a life coach, do you, have you ever found a, a situation where there was someone that you felt like you couldn't help? Well, I haven't had anyone that I felt like I couldn't help. Now, I have had clients in the past that I didn't read them the right way because they're, 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 they're uh, four type of clients. They're, they're, they're four type of people. Within us, there's four uh, that goes with our needs. There's there's the you know you, you know the group Earth Wind and Fire like that's who we are as people you know what I'm saying we're Earth Wind Fire and Air and so when I get a client either that client is Earth Wind Fire or Air that's how their personality is so if I misread a client and like I I had a client at one time and I kind of misread him and he's a he's a he's a police officer New York City police officer and he was having problem with his supervisor. And I was misreading him and I really wasn't helping him. And it's not that it wasn't him. It was actually me, you know what I'm saying? And after, after right. our sessions, I, I actually realized it was me. It's not him because I'm misreading him. I, I was taking him, I was taking him as, as fire and he was really water. You know what I mean? Right. He was really water and I, and I, and I was misreading him. And, and because he was a police officer, I kind of, I guess I, you know, I don't judge as a coach. And that's the one thing we learned not to do. We never judge. But what I did, I, I did a mis misreading of him. So I wasn't really helping him. I, and, you know, and and one of the things I, I, I reached out recently, I kind of reached out to him because we, we go way back. And uh, I had reached out to him. I said, you know, um, I'm with Mastermind University and I, my course is with, Mastermind University, and I said that, hey, I bring you in to Mastermind University free of charge <laughs> because I felt I didn't, I didn't help him, so he can sign up with them, and and I would, you know, you know, uh, let let him go through the course free, 
because, you know, but I haven't had anybody that I couldn't help, sort of, they say I couldn't help. Um, but there's been difficult, but there's people that have quit on me, <laughs> you know, especially when they get to the truth portion of, of the sessions. And I always forewarn people who are like, listen, when you get to your truth, uh, it's going to get deep and it's going to be kind of, kind of tough on you. But, uh, a lot of them, they, you know, some of them, that's where they, 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 they say, oh, no, I, I, I can't, I can't do this, you know, and they kind of go, oh, I don't need your services anymore. But there are a lot of people that have gone through it. A lot of, you know, there's people that have, I've coached that are, they, they, they have gone above, like way above, like today, like they're famous and, and, and great. I mean, Eric Thomas was one of my clients at one time. And it's when he uh, first, when his video of the Guru story video first went viral and he got in touch with me because he knew his, he knew his career was going to shoot up and he just needed guidance to know what to do next and, and how to, like you say, get over the barriers that he knew there was going to be barriers, right. you know, and how to get over those barriers. And we went through the, we went through the, you know, each motion of it and I knew what kind of, you know, and I, I read him well, and he just, and Eric Thomas is the man today, you know, that's the reason why, I, you know, I mentioned him in my book, you know, saying, you know, and um, Jay Morrison was a client of mine, and, you know, saying, and Jay, he's, you know, saying he's no joke, you know, and when he got in touch with me, he got in touch with me through Tiana Von Johnson, who was a dynamo, and, and her and I were, at the time, um, preparing to work together in real estate investing. And she kind of like told him about me and, you know what I'm saying? Right. And he was another one that was like, okay, he knew because he was already successful, mean, young millionaire, and he knew he wanted to take it to the next level. One of the reasons why he, he, he does what he does to the streets and stuff like that is because that's one of the plans we kind of like planned out that this can work because he was skeptical about, going to the streets of, of the people, you know what I'm saying? But, right. you know, we kind of like, I kind of like showed him how, you know, those are the missions of, of our early, you know, forefathers. They did the same thing and, and they had to. So just, you know, put it as a must. And again, that goes back to, you know, um, demonstrating courage, you know, even if you, you know, that don't think that Martin Luther King or Malcolm X or, uh, Marcus Garvey, none of these guys wasn't afraid. They were afraid. They just did it anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't don't think that Harriet Tubman wasn't afraid. She was afraid. She just did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And right. it made a difference. You know what I'm saying? When when you know the Parks wouldn't give up her seat on the bus, she was afraid, but she did it. <laughs> you know. And, and that's that's one of the things that that has to you know has to be conveyed to you because a lot of people again like you're saying your client the, the 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 young man that just wasn't he wasn't you know he wasn't motivated at all and when he wasn't showing any self motivation because he probably was in a state of depression and what happens is if you don't change your state like when it comes like I said when it comes to change you know you have to change your state your story and your strategy. And if you if you don't start with your state, no matter how many antidepressants you take, because I know that I have I have I have a relative that take anti antidepressants and still depressed. Right. 
Because if you don't change your state, those antidepressants, they're just going to make you feel good for the moment. But they won't, they won't change you. They can't change you. You have to change you. And it has to start with your state. And that's your state of mind, your, your state of emotions. So that it, it starts with there. And then you have to change that story. Your story can't be that same story. Like I said, you know, you may, you may be big-boned and slow metabolism, but that's not why you're fat. You know, if you check the right. food that you eat and the lack of exercise, that's why you're fat. You know what I'm saying? So that's so right. your state of mind has to change. So what happened with that young man is that he he came out of he came out of prison with the same you know saying state that he was in when he went in, or the the state that he developed while he was in. So he thought changing his strategy would work, and strategy, you know, I'm a strategic you know uh, interventionist. I believe in strategy, but strategy only plays a part, you know, so he probably just changing his strategy. If I put a, you know, if I, if I, um, I, he, he got in your program to get a job. So that was his strategy, but he never changed his state and he never changed his story. So his strategy was different. So he thought his strategy was going to make the difference in his life. It didn't make a difference. It gave him some leverage. But it didn't make a difference in his life because his state and his story stayed the same. So it, it put him in a neutral. It put him in a neutral state where he he just didn't move. So he showed no 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 forward progress. It's just like in martial arts. You know, one thing that they teach in martial arts is that you know when you when you're up against your opponent, just move an inch. If you got to move, move an inch forward. Move an inch forward. Just an inch forward gives you leverage. You know what I'm saying? It gives you the leverage. So whoever's moving an inch forward has the most leverage, you know what I'm saying, against his opponent. So it has to be that state of mind, you know? And it just right, has to be right. that. Like in my book, I talk about how you have to snap yourself out of it. And you literally have to snap yourself out of your old way of thinking, you know? So I, I break it down simple in simple language for people because, you know, it it's written where, you know, if you have a PhD, you can understand it and, it, and it's and it's not too elementary for you. And if you if you K through twelve and don't have a PhD, it's not over your head. So I wrote it that way purposely so it can reach people that need that breakthrough because that's what it's about the breakthrough and using the five principles to break through. Because you know we get stuck and then we don't figure out why we stuck. We just say. You know, okay, you know, it's the it's the system, it's the economy, it's the this, it's the you know what I'm saying, we start making up stuff. You know, they say and we go, oh, who the hell is they? You know what I'm saying? Like we don't pinpoint what's going on with us. We don't we don't put a face on it. And a lot of time in my coaches, I have people put a face on what is in their way. If they put a face on it and give it a name and then face it. And then now you, you can get over that hurdle because because if you just leave it blank and you just leave it you know with the days and the this and the system and the, you would never get over it you you'd never get over it. you just think it's you know you think it's life happening to you instead of life happening for you so let me ask you i mean if somebody wanted to um get your services as a life coach how could they get in contact with you Oh, it's easy to get in contact with me. Uh, first of all, you can you can call me. Um, my number is five one six five two eight 
516-528-1937. Again, that's 516-528-1937. You, you can also, um, uh, you can reach me by any of the social medias, um, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, Instagram, um, uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, it's, it's a bunch of whatever one I'm on all the social medias and, and it's right. I'm on all the social medias and you can reach me by, um, God Jazzy one, two, five. And it's, it's God Jazzy one, two, five. That's G U Y J A Z Z Y. And the number is one, two, five. And um, you can also email me at. Say it again. Okay, you can get my book. Right, you can get my book at Barnes. You can get my book at BarnesandNoble.com. You can get on Amazon.com, or you can you can um, you can order it on my website, which is GodJazzyRainy.com. That's G U Y J A Z Z Y R A I N E Y dot com. And you can also reach me by email at uh, grainy125 at gmail.com. That's, uh, G, that's grainy, R-A-I-N-E-Y, 125 at gmail.com. And you can just reach out to me and anybody that, that's looking to uh, have personal sessions with me or want to go through courses. Matter of fact, you can actually, if you want to take um, one of my simplest courses um, that comes from my book, The Facts of Life, uh, faith action change truth and service you can actually contact um mastermind university and and uh, when you go on masterminduniversity.com you will see the different courses in mind that come up you just type in um facts of life uh faith action change truth and service and you you'll see my book and and the course and everything like that and and that's the that's the the most inex, that's the inexpensive one yeah, I would say, but my courses is is there. Those those courses there are like they still the hourly courses. Um, but if you want me one on one personal courses, I don't. It's not a um uh just an hourly thing. It's deeper than that. You know, I go I go deeper than just have you there for an hour. Like <laughs> you know, like you're on somebody's couch. I'm not a I'm not a psychologist. I'm 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 not a psychiatrist. I'm a life coach. So it doesn't, so it's not like you sit on my couch, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, and tell me about your childhood. That's not how it is, you know what I'm saying. I mean, if I feel you need, you know, if I feel you need a psychologist, I will recommend that. Um, but, you know, a psychologist, you know, in that therapist, their job is to actually um, go into your past and try to right the wrongs of your past. My job is right. to take you from now and build your future. You know, I, I want to be aware of your past, but I'm not going to dwell on your past because that's not going to help you none. I got to know where you are right now in life and take you into a future. So it's where you are and where you need to be. And that's where I come in. Uh, I'm that, I'm that right. in between that, that where you are, where you need to be. And that, that helps you to grow because you know without it you you know that's people that's how people get stuck but that's that's basically where where i come in you know and 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 right, it's well, not, I wanna, you know i did i want to thank you for joining us tonight i mean it was a, a pleasure hearing some of the feedback and getting some um, recommendations on how folks can overcome some of their barriers um and i look forward to having you on the show again 
Um, now we're gonna Thank you, uh, play Thank some you. music. Oh, it's a pleasure. Uh, I look forward to it. It, it was a pleasure being on, man. Thank you. Thank you, my All brother. Right Anytime, man. All right. All right. Peace. All right. Now we're going to play a little bit of music. Um, I think after that we need to um, be happy and get lucky. So I'm going to play some Get Lucky by Daft Punk and Pharrell.
that was Daft Punk um, featuring Pharrell, Get Lucky. Right, so we were lucky tonight. We had a, a wonderful guest speaker, Guy Jazzy Rainey, who talked a little bit about um, the facts of life, um, his book, and he talked about how he helps folks get over barriers. And so we're going to talk some more about some of the barriers that people face. Um, one of the barriers that folks often face is integrity. You must be able to do what is right even when no one is watching. Um, integrity is such uh, a barrier. I mean, it's a temptation for some folks because, um, you know, sometimes you, if you take a job and you're not making a whole lot of money, there may be a situation where you might be tempted to take something. Um, and so you don't want to um, be in a situation like that. So always understand that integrity is doing the right thing even when no one is watching. All right. So let's play another song. We're going to play uh, Disclosure. Um, by Latch. Um, I love that song. Let's get some disclosure. Even when you're not around 
That was disclosure by latch. Um, so we're going to continue our discussion um, about uh, removing barriers, right? One of the barriers that we talked about, um, or we should talk about, is professionalism. I find um, that this is one of those barriers where it really comes down to uh, a lack of knowledge, right? In the old days, we, you know, we were taught to remove our hats when we walked into buildings. Uh, we were taught to uh, make certain that you were dressed appropriately. You know, your pants were pulled up. And so nowadays, um, a lot of folks miss out on professionalism, some of the things that um, you know, making certain that your resume looks a particular way, how you speak to folks. So p professionalism is one of those barriers that we can control, and it's something that, you know, it says a lot about how you conduct your business, right? Um, do you send a thank you note after an interview, right? Uh, did you shake the person's hand, right? So all of these are part of what we call professionalism, Right. Another thing um, is dependability and reliability. Right. Dependability and reliability. Employers, they want to know that you're going to be at work every day. They want to know that they can count on you. So we have to be mindful of how dependability and reliability plays a role. Right. If you're one of those folks that aren't dependable, that's not reliable, then employers are not going to keep you uh, for a very long time. If they hire you, they're going to let you go. Right, so we're going to talk a little bit more about some barriers. We're going to play a little bit more music. Um, I want to remind folks about tomorrow, November 4th, the 2017 Black Expo America. It's going to be in Harlem, New York tomorrow at the National Black Theater at 2031 Fifth Avenue between 125th and 126th Street. Uh, it's from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. It's going to be a full day of business empowerment. They're going to have celebrity guests there, mo motivational speakers, arts, crafts, books. Um, I look forward to being there next year. I wish I could be there tomorrow. But, listen, support your black businesses. Go down to the National Black Expo. You'll have a great time. Um, I usually um, attend, and I can just tell you it's one of those wonderful events. So anyway, we're going to play a little bit more music. We're going to play um, something from Uncle Charlie. Haven't heard him in a while. So let's listen to some Uncle Charlie, Somebody Love You. Girl, don't it feel good to know that somebody loves you, baby?
So that was Charlie Wilson, Somebody Loves You. All right, so let's let's play another song before we get back into some more of the barriers that we could face in employment, right? So let's listen to some Bruno Mars, Just the Way You Are.
more about some of the barriers that we're going to face, right? Because we um, had Guy Jazzy Rainey earlier, uh, life coach, come in and talk a little bit about some of the different pillars um, that people face when they're looking to um, deal with barriers, right? Some of the barriers that we have are problem-solving barriers. How do we solve problems? Sometimes we have to um, bounce off ideas off of other folks. Um, today I was talking to a client, and I was just letting them know that one of the best ways to deal with a problem or deal with a barrier is to talk to someone because you might not necessarily know how to deal with the situation. You might have to use someone else's knowledge or input or expertise in helping you. So don't be afraid to ask for help when necessary. Um, it's really important, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to get um, a word from our sponsors real quick. We're going to come back, play another song, and then we're going to talk a little bit about um, understanding your personality type. That sometimes can be a barrier. So let's hear a word from our sponsor real quick. everyone. I am Shavana Johnson, CEO and founder of All About Us Global Media Productions Group, TV, radio, and magazine. CEO of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation Incorporated. We are a 501c3 organization on a mission to educate, engage, and mentor our parents and teens in communities on current issues surrounding our youth. Today, we are asking for your support to continue providing our informative programming through our various media platforms. To make a donation, visit the Whitney E. Johnson site at www.wejfoundation.org, or you can reach us at 631-521-7699 for more information. And as a reminder, all donations given are tax deductible. On behalf of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, we thank you for listening and your support. Hi, that was a word from our sponsor, um, the Whitney M. Johnson Foundation. So we're back. We're talking a little bit about barriers, right? And when we left off last, we were talking about understanding your personality type. So one of the things that it's important that people understand is that when you're talking about the second component to employment, which is assessment, and you're assessing your barriers and what barriers could be holding you back, one of the other things that you want to think about doing is assessing yourself, assessing your personality type. Um, a lot of times people hear about that term, I'm an A personality, um, a D personality, right? So a lot of times that personality type um, might govern how you deal with people. So you want to know what your personality type and what your likes and dislikes are when you're first thinking about um, pursuing a particular field of employment. For instance, you want to know, do you like working with people or do you like working alone? Do you like working at during the day or do you like working at night? Do you like to work with two to three people or do you like to work with five or more people? Do you like to interact with people on a daily basis or do you rather not talk to anyone at all? So these are parts of the assessment that you have to get to know about yourself in order to go out there effectively and work um, and overcome barriers because sometimes not everyone wants to work with someone. Not everyone likes to be 
um, work for someone. That's part of the assessment process. You might find that you need to have your own business and start your own um, foundation or nonprofit organization. So these are things that you want to have to consider, all right? Um, so as we start talking, as we continue to talk about assessing yourself, um, you also have to assess your goals. Are they realistic, right? Because sometimes people's goals are unrealistic. They don't want to hear that, but sometimes they're unrealistic. So we want to have realistic, attainable goals, right? So let's just play some, um, we're going to play another song. Um, how about we play a classic um, by Luther Vandross? So amazing. I'm mm-hmm. 
So that was so amazing by Luther Vandross, right? So we have some callers on the line. I'm going to bring the callers on in a moment. Um, I'm sure they have questions about barriers. So we're going to um, take some calls in a moment. Um, the call-in number, if you want to call into the show, is 347-850-1386. So I have some calls on the line. I'm going to bring on the calls in a moment. And we're going to just try to, um, you know, answer some of the questions and see um, how we can help folks. All right, so let's get the first caller. Let's bring the first caller on the line. bringing them back onto the line, okay? Hi, caller, you're on the line. This is Craig Palmer with, with the Career Essentials Program. Hello, caller, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hey, How I'm are you? What? I'm good, I'm good. What's your name? Uh, my name's Leandra. What's your I name? Mean, yeah, it's Leandra. Okay, Leandra, um, and what's your question? Uh, my question is, how do you think someone in college should go about finding a job? What should be their first step? Well, I mean, if you're in college, um, the first thing I would tell you is you should um, really think about um, having a LinkedIn profile. Oftentimes people in college, one of the things that they fail to do is to establish a LinkedIn profile. And once you have a LinkedIn profile, you want to start networking effectively because a lot of people in college start networking once they graduate. You want to network early on. You want to network if you're a freshman in college, a sophomore in college, you want to start networking right away. So that way when you graduate in whatever field that you're um, pursuing, you're able to um, get a job right in that field once you graduate. So my first suggestion would be to have a LinkedIn profile and network effectively. The other thing would be to get a mentor. When you have a LinkedIn profile, you want to go online, and you want to meet folks who do what you want to do. So whatever you're pursuing, let's say, for instance, you wanted to be um, a nurse or a psychologist or an attorney, you want to go on LinkedIn and you want to meet as many attorneys as possible if that's what you want to pursue. If you want to be a nurse, you want to know as many nurses as possible so that they can guide you and help you avoid some of those pitfalls that a lot of folks face when they're going out there in the workforce. So um, did that kind of help you? contact strangers? <laughs> sure. I mean, these are professionals. I mean, would you? Um, is it safe to call a doctor? I mean, is it safe to call a lawyer if you needed them? Remember, these are professionals. So, I mean, this is not like you're asking for a date. Right. This is like you're going on your meeting professionals and you want to get their input. So you're not meeting them, you know, in some back alley or in a bar. You may merely just contacting them via email and saying, listen, I see here you're a lawyer. My interest is I want to be a lawyer as well. Can you give me some insight on um, on becoming a lawyer? What school did you go to? What pitfalls did you face while trying to become a lawyer? Um, you know, what's a good school to go to? Um, what judge can I contact to maybe work with them, you know, as an intern? So, I mean, yeah, of course you can contact folks. It's safe. Do you mentor any kids or young adults that you know? 
Well, I mean, if someone wanted to be a um, a um, employment strategist or an author like myself, of course I would give them feedback. Um, if you're interested in me giving you some insight into being an author or an employment strategist, you can always reach me um, at C. Palmer or actually info at craigapalmer.com. All right, so definitely reach out to me if you have any interest in, in some of those things. Uh, did you have any other questions? Um, yes. Do you have a website compiled of some of your um, bigger, your major tips in careers? Um, yes, I do have a website. My website is obviously www.craigapalmer.com. And if you go to the website, you'll see that um, part of the website has, um, you know, I have some tips on there. Um, if you go to the bottom of the screen, um, and also I would strongly encourage you to get my book, The 10-Step Employment Pocket Guide, uh, which talks about the 10 components to employment, and it has a very detailed portion of the book that talks about networking and about how to get the most out of college. That's a great tip. Did you have any other questions? I'm really excited to get your book. No, I don't have any other questions, but I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. All right. Well, it was a pleasure, and definitely listen to the show and let your friends know. All right? Definitely. Have a great Thank night. Thank you. you You're welcome. So we're going to talk a little bit more about um, the assessment because there are 10 components to employment. So let me just go over some of those 10 components to employment. Right, the first component, we talked a little bit about the first component last week. The first component is goal setting and motivation. What motivates you? Right. Today we're talking a little bit about assessment, assessing your barriers, assessing your personality type, assessing your situation. Do you have the necessary things to be successful? Right. Um, Another component to employment is planning. Do you have a good plan in place? Nothing starts without a plan. Um, there's no destination. Um, there's no. There's no place. You can't go any place without a destination. So you have to have a good plan in place. Another component to employment is job market. Understanding the job market. What kind of fields are out there? What should you pr be pursuing? Right. Another component to employment is impressions. Right, having leaving good impressions. If you don't leave good impressions, remember there's never a second chance for a first impression. So if you don't um, leave a good impression with folks, then you can't use them as references. Think about it. If you meet someone and they get a bad impression about you, are they going to give you a, a, a good recommendation? No, of course not. Job search. How do we look for a job? In my book, I talk about a very specific way. I have a method that I use to get employed very, very quickly. So, I mean, I would encourage everyone to get my book because there are ways how to get a job very quickly. No one should go a lengthy period of time without employment. Networking, that's a component of employment, right? It's not about what you know. It's about what? Who you know. Resumes. Um, I'm a certified resume writer. And what I tell folks all the time is a resume is a snapshot of who you are. So you want to make certain that that resume is on point. You want to make certain that it's updated, right? And pay the money. Go to a professional, right? Don't be afraid to reach out to someone and get someone who knows what they're doing, right? So that way your resume is on point, 
right? It's important, right? Another component to employment, interviewing, right? You want to make certain that you interview effectively, right? So you want to know how to answer certain questions. You want to know how to make certain that you impress the employer in an interview. And last but not least, employment. When you get a job, how do you progress in a job? How do you get promoted in a job? How do you keep the job? Did you know a lot of folks get a job and they get um, uh, laid off quickly? We don't want that to happen. So how do we avoid being laid off? How do we get that job and keep it for a long period of time? So these are all components of employment. Okay, so let's, um, we're going to play another song, right, because we're winding down um, our show. Um, remember, this show is every Friday starting at 9 p.m. Every week we're going to talk about a different aspect of employment. Next week we're going to talk a little bit about um, some of the employers that are out there who's hiring. Right now is the time you want to get a job. Right now employers are hiring like crazy. So we're going to talk a little bit about who's hiring, um, how to get the job, how you should apply, how to do a application. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of those things next week. So we're going to play another song. Uh, let's play one of my favorites, and these, this is a classic, um, BB and CC Winans, I'm Lost Without You.
So we're back. That was BB and CC Winans. I'm lost without you. Love that song. So we're getting ready to wrap up. We have a few more minutes on the show. Uh, I want to take a moment to just thank all the callers for calling in. I want to thank Guy Jazzy Rainey, um, a native of Harlem, um, who was a life coach um, who shared some of the his wisdom um, and talked a little bit about his book, Facts of Life. Right. Um, so just a reminder, next week we'll be on at 9 p.m. Join us. Um, the call-in show is, the, if you want to call into the show, it's 347-850-1386. That's 347-850-1386. All right. And we're going to have guests. Um, we're going to have employees on the show. We're going to have financial professionals. Um, there's a, some great um, financial professionals I want to get on the show. So I want to thank you for joining us this evening. Um, Once again, my name is Craig A. Palmer, America's number one employment strategist and career coach. And I want to thank you for joining us with Career Essentials. Have a great night.